0: I'm Dave Monaco, the Alan Meyer family head of school at Parish Episcopal School. Welcome to the From My Angle podcast. I shared my last podcast with you on March 5th, 2020 BCV. BCV you ask, before coronavirus. Boy, have things changed since Will Richardson and I spoke about what engagement in learning looks like. The coronavirus's swift and sweeping impact on the world has been astonishing to witness. And experience In just a month, the very fundamentals of how we interact and, in the case of a place like Parish, execute our teaching and learning mission have completely been upended and reset. Of course, for those of you who have followed the podcast this year, you may recognize a painful irony. My conversations since August have focused on the theme Belonging. The fundamental need we all have to plug into rich relationships with one another, to engage in learning that stokes our curiosity and taps our creativity, and to find our fit in work that leverages our gifts and helps us find our purpose. Coronavirus has, contrarily, required distancing, not belonging. We've been cut off from face-to-face engagement with friends and colleagues, asked to reconfigure how we work and worship, and it's raised questions for us about how the pieces of this all will fit back together again in the future. At the same time, we may also have discovered some long-lost or at least de-emphasized priorities as a result of the separation caused by coronavirus' impact. Like the treasured keepsake we left to gather dust in a closet and then rediscover, the forced distancing resulting from the pandemic has led many of us to Rediscover the family dinner, reconnect with neighbors or old friends, and reconsider the pace of our quote-unquote normal lives, BCV, before coronavirus. All of this being of interest to me, and because I miss them so, I was particularly curious about our parish students. How do they and their teen peers comprehend what this pandemic means? How has it changed their daily routines and sense of priorities? What has it been like to experience parish from a distance. So, co-host Amari Hayes and I invited a freshman, Samantha Ward, a sophomore, Raj Anthony, and a junior, a senior, Caleb Culp, to join us for this conversation, which did me a world of good. I hope you enjoy it on one of those long pandemic walks. well hello everyone welcome to the from my angle podcast we've been on a bit of a pandemic hiatus i am sorry to say but i am glad to be back not only uh with you myself but with my co-host amari hayes amari how are you
1: i'm doing well i'm doing well mr monaco And And
0: and of course as the whole world is getting used to now we are doing this remotely in zoom I am eager to hear from uh, teens, the teens I miss so much on campus each and every day. I'm here at our Hillcrest campus today, tech checking in on some things. I am interested to hear how teens are adjusting to pandemic, to perish from a distance, and just the whole new now that we have in ourselves. It's been a month since we did our last podcast together, Amari, and it seems like a decade, doesn't it? It definitely
1: does, and expressly... uh... And being on on this hiatus, it has definitely made it feel even longer. It sure has. Well, why don't you uh, go
0: ahead and uh, let our guests introduce themselves? A couple of familiar faces from previous editions and a new
1: friend. We're glad to have with us today. So, um, today, um, we would like to uh, start off with whoever I would like to introduce ourselves first.
2: So, I'm Roger Anthony. Um, I'm a junior and, um. Yeah, I, I've been on the podcast before, the From My Angle podcast, with uh, the technology one, and I'm glad to be back again um, here in this podcast.
0: Yeah, we're glad to have you. You were on the last edition as we talked about the world of technology and, and, and youth. Samantha, say hi again.
3: Hi, I'm Samantha. I'm in ninth grade, and I've been also been on the podcast before.
0: Awesome. Welcome back. And our senior representative, Mr. Culp, welcome.
4: You're serious, sir. First, first podcast ever. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So, Amara, we really wanted to get the spectrum of the upper school community. So we run from freshman to senior here because I think, um, you know, the experience that everybody's having um, does have some particular relevance to uh, their station in parish. So we'll get into that a little bit as we as we get going. But tell me, partner, like, how have you been spending your days? Since uh, I last saw you way back on uh, March 12th, Thursday, March 12th, how has it been treating you since then?
1: Well, um, over spring uh, break, I had the opportunity uh, to go to Florida uh, for a week uh, for a little vacation. So, um, so that was quite delightful. But uh, coming back on my uh, flight on the 21st of March, Dallas was kind of dead when I came back. It was cold weather outside, rainy and stormy, and it just looked like I had come back to a dead uh, city, if I may say. But um, yeah. uh, but other than that, I've just been uh, tr- trying to stay uh, safe and uh, do a lot of schoolwork and homework. Other than that, that's, a, that's been my life since. How are other
0: guests doing? I mean, like state of mind, like what is the one word today? This is, we are recording this on, on April, on April 7th, late afternoon. What is the one word that captures your state of mind right now, Samantha, as we deal kind of two and a half weeks into shelter in place, distance learning? Like what's the one word that comes to your mind?
3: Um, I'd probably say tired or boring.
0: (laughs) Tired and bored. All right, Raj, what's yours?
2: Probably just uncertainty of the situation.
0: Sure. Uh, Caleb?
2: A little shocked still. still.
0: Yeah, still sh- still shocked. Yeah, how, an, like, how we're just all processing this is just really unbelievable. Like, I go in and out of, like, disbelief, and then I have to really get into the business of trying to, you know, figure out um, a set of circumstances, like, uh, related to running this business, the school, that um, – 30 days ago, we were only thinking about it in passing. And so it's just such a range of, it's such a range of different emotions. So like, if you were to kind of unpack your daily schedules right now, what, what does that look like? What does that look like for you? How you're dividing your time? Cause you got school and then you're at home and where the break is between home and school. And like how you how you building a new routine for your for yourselves, uh, Amari? Why don't you start, and then we'll let our guests get into that.
1: Well, um, if I might say, I kind of fav, uh, favor towards the at home schooling because um, it gives me um, ample time to get my um, assignments done. So that has kind of been a, a, a perk for me. But uh, also, just – as getting used to the overall connection with my t- teacher through the video calling has been uh, I would say like has been very um, hard mm-hmm. S- so my day to day is um, kind of it was very tedious because I'm still trying to get used to all the technology um, um, issues and, and uh, things of that sort mm-hmm but um, other than that, um, I um enjoy my day. Um, normally uh, normally schooled in at three forty-five. But since y'all have graciously um, um <laughs> ended school at three oh-five now, um, I've had time to go uh, play with some of my childhood friends that haven't seen um, like exercising and doing things of that sort. And also, um, it's gotten me uh, closer to my family also, getting used to, uh, to join the uh, family um, act- activities um, since normally I have a, a pretty full schedule normally with sports and my extracurriculars. So those that's have probably...
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. That's been wild, right? I think the Monaco's have like set a streak for consecutive dinners had together which given everyone's schedules from, you know, the athletes in my house to uh, and busy, busy kids to my own. It was so rare. Has anybody else found that they are, uh, you know, doing some things in terms of family connection that would be, you know, inarguably healthier and better than would have been before? How about you, Caleb?
4: Oh, yes, for sure. Um, I can relate to Amari a lot. Uh, First, I live 30 minutes away from school, and that's on a good day. So, you know, I don't, get home to like eight because of football or basketball or track, you know? And I mean, first I would say me and my mom definitely watched like four movies in a row just because like there's nothing else to do, you know? Um, I, I've been help, And it's weird. Like I've been helping her around the house so much. We, I mean, our house is right now spotless, cleaner than it has ever been. So, I mean, it's, it's been fun though. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I try to keep it optimistic. So I don't really, I don't really think about, At first, you know, it's hard not to. At first, I didn't get to go to Mexico for spring break as I was really, really sad. I was kind of mad because I've never been to a beach. I was really looking for that experience. But after that, you know, you're like, you got to think about other people's situations and stuff. And I just, I've been enjoying it. I've been trying my best. So
0: So time with family, time to clean the house, time to net uh, stream movies, time (laughs) to get some exercise. Raj, what have you been at? What's your what's been in your what's been in your day? How have you been building your your structure?
2: Well, actually, um, quite surprisingly, even to me, like I kind of feel like these virtual school days are kind of like normal school days because just except for the fact that the the school is you know on your computer. So in terms of the actual school day, I tend to structure it um, pretty much like a regular you know day, except for the fact that you know, we we get up a bit later, and then, um, you know, we have a bit more breaks. But um, certainly, you know, the time that that the schedule does cut out means that I get to have, you know, more more time to hang out with friends and more time to, um, you know, have me time and, and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. So Samantha, you said bored or te- you know, kind of bored before the word tedious, like. What, what are you missing the most in your daily structure now? I think the guys have hit on some things that are part of their daily life now. What is, what is most evidently missing for you that you're just longing for at this point?
3: Uh, for me, it would definitely be like hanging out with my friends because I like hanging out with people a lot. And like on the weekends, I'm usually like never at home or I'm always out somewhere doing something. And now I like can't go out, so I just like stay at home. So like usually I'll just go like on a bike ride or something whenever I want to like get out of my house. So that's, like, been the biggest change,
0: I think. Yeah, in you some mean, ways, it's like, kind of weird. Yeah, go ahead, Raj. It,
2: it's kind of weird that, like, um, you know, you can't you can't go out anymore. So, like, well, I mean, I, I do go out to, like, exercise and stuff at parks and stuff because we have parks near our house. But, I mean, pretty much that's, you know, all that's safe to do at this point. So,
0: so Amari, like, I know as my co-host, you, you've got a big vision of the world, like, you're able to look back and, and understand history and see who you've come from. And one thing that's been curious to me is like, I don't know how, you know, 15, 16, 18 year olds are processing this. Like I know as a 52 year old guy, I can look back at my lifetime You know, I didn't live through the great depression. I didn't live through any uh, world wars. I didn't live through the pandemic of 1918. I lived through 9-11. But when I look at like the historical scope of my half century of life, you know, this is unprecedented, and it's and its global reach, it's unprecedented on its uh, impact on human life. It's un, it's unprecedented in terms of uh, what it's meant for the economy. But I don't know if the if the average team is able to situate it because your life has been so much shorter. So, do you think teams are like recognizing how significant? this event is in the scope of, of history or just like, hey, we just got to deal with it. We'll get through it. And then we'll be on to the next thing.
1: Well, um, what well, I would say that kind of how I have uh, processed the whole situation is is that in, that um, often in history in class, we hear about the stories of, um, of, of uh, all the famines that, that have happened and come through uh, one in particular such as smallpox. And and as a sixth and seventh grader writing um, about the historical context of smallpox, I could barely fathom that that was actually possible in our human society. And now it being um, April 7 2020, um, the, the uh, coin has, has a kind of flipped on our side and we are now experiencing, um, a pandemic just like I once read, um, in my history books. So it's very uh, surreal, but, um, as far as a high school student, um, I kind of, I, I have the mindset that I've very much so respect the virus and the severity of it. Uh, but, uh, but as a high school student I I still try and ask my parents hey is it cool if I can sneak over to my friend's house and hang out with them for a little bit just to um um just to keep me sane if I may say so yeah. that's that's um I um outlook on the whole um issue r- right now and um and uh, if i may ask raj um how do, um how are you processing um this whole chain of of events with um the coronavirus
2: well it's kind of interesting cuz you mentioned history class and actually um in my history class like we actually just did a project on um disease outbreaks and how that affected stuff um in the past and we didn't know that that was over a month ago and the coronavirus is not anywhere on the scale that it's at now. And like looking at that, it didn't seem so bad at first compared to the other ones we studied, like the, the swine flu and, and, um, and the stuff like that, the Spanish flu, stuff like that, um, that, that we studied and yellow fever, but, um, looking at it now, uh, it's gotten to expand just so much on an unfathomable, unfathomable, um, level, uh, and it's outdone all those, and it's gonna take like not only a huge hit on lives, much more than anything that anything that like we've lived through in our lifetime. Um, but it's also gonna take a big hit on the economy. So it's um, probably it's one of the most major things to happen during our lifetime to the world, and it's kind of scary. So yeah,
0: it's und- undoubtedly Samantha. You're the youngest of the group. Like, do you sense in your chats and connections with other freshmen that they're seeing it maybe not in the historical context that Amari and Raj were talking about, but maybe with greater sense of anxiety or or dread or or lack of concern? Like, what what do you sense the youngest people are thinking?
3: Uh, Well, for me, at least, it kind of all feels like unreal in a sense. Like, it didn't really hit me. It's like one day I went to the grocery store and like everything was gone. And I was like, oh, like, this is actually like a serious, like big thing. And then like an advisory, we'd always talk about oh, like when it first like started happening, Mr. Cribs would be like, oh, it's probably not, not going to be that bad. Like you probably won't have to cancel school. And then, like it all happened at once. So like everything's like moving really fast.
0: Yeah. And so do you think that's raising fear or, among p- teens or do you think teens are just rolling, rolling with it?
3: Uh, I think some people are might be, like, kind of scared in a sense. But I think, like, most teens are kind of, like, just rolling with it, like those who aren't really affected. Yeah. Because I feel like they kind of, like, teenagers and general kind of think like, oh, it's not affecting us. so It's not a big deal, even though, like, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why people kind of see it as, like, not really real because it doesn't, like, affect them directly.
0: Yeah, no, Amari. Right. I mean, uh, Caleb, like, you're at the whole other end, you know, 18 months away from going off to to college like as you're hearing from other seniors uh, it's already an anxious time it's an exciting time is this making seniors more anxious or are they just sort of settled in to to ride it out like what are you sensing
4: from from all my friends and that I've heard it's it's just like you said in the beginning Raj it's uncertainty it's um it's like will we get to graduate like walk across that stage will we For me personally, I was supposed to leave June 1st for college, going to San Antonio, uh, UIW, and now it's like, will that get pushed back? You know, um, how will that go? How will my summer go? um, Trans, you know, um, moving to college, you know, how will that, how will this whole thing affect? But, like, I mean, personally, my outlook as a teenager is, like, not really about, I mean, exactly what you said, Samantha, because it doesn't really affect us to the degree that it would affect other people that don't have the means to actually you know take part in social distancing because some people can't really do that they, they have jobs that they have to go to and that they don't have, they don't have people to take care of their kids because this policy is going like you know the at home rules that out you know so I mean right now, I feel like my, my mindset is just really to encourage other people and you know have our neighbors back really you know, have that optimi- optimistic mindset.
0: Yeah, you're optimistic. And, and I think that's helpful. And it also is a time where you really take stock of perspective, because I think you're right about that. You know, there are those that are sick and whose families are sick. I'm, I'm glad that your families are well. And to this point, the parish community has been uh, re- relatively untouched by this. And, and we're thankful and blessed for that. You, there are those that are having to uh, uh, manage work loss. And the economic ramifications of that, and the uncertainty that it causes. So there, there are lots of ways that uh, the at least the, um, the the five of us that are having this conversation today remain um, privileged in, in and in good condition. But I hear you, Caleb. I mean, I've got a senior too. I got two seniors. I got a college senior and a high school senior. And uh, that notion of what what's next. Mm-hmm. is for the moment put on pause and anytime you you feel uncertainty around you that creates anxiety because we like we like to know what's next we like to know a plan we like routine we like structure all humans do right and so for you seniors I mean we have particular um particular uh, empathy um for what you're for what you're experiencing right now um
1: yeah go ahead Amar and um it's I got, and um I was just um uh, sitting here and thinking um, of, of, um, of a question that I wanted to pose. Um, so you, um, you guys. So, um, w- w- what is something um, that you have uh, started doing in your life that you uh, normally don't do? Um, that you think that you're gonna s- uh, stick with doing after after this whole pandemic? Ends. I uh, was starting with uh, Caleb. Starting with me. <laughs> okay,
4: um, having that, I mean, that's hard, but having this extra time, honestly, I've, 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 I've honestly, like, this is just clear, honest truth. Like, I have been really focused on school, and I have had that extra time to really study and put in that extra effort. Like you know, to to achieve those you know those standards that your parent that you have and that your parents set on you. So I mean, personally, after this, I'm my focus is going to definitely be up, and I'm going to appreciate every 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 situation I'm in. I mean, that's that's something I've just been more appreciative and been focused on school and
0: studying. So
2: yeah, it's well said, Raj. What do you think? Well, I think like as a world, we're all going to be more conscious of um, you know how to be healthy and stuff like that and how to not transmit diseases to each other. Like, well, I think everyone is going to have, you know, the common thought that handshakes are bad. And I think that may, you know, go into the future and will end up helping a lot of people because uh, that, that like, if the whole world thinks that then a lot less, Viruses will be spread and a lot less people will die, even not in terms of the coronavirus, like many years in the future. Yeah, so maybe hygiene,
0: maybe a sense of focus on, you know, prioritization to Caleb's point. Samantha, is there going to be any part of this new now that continues into uh, life as we used to know it that you're going to carry with you?
3: Um, Probably going outside more, like during my free time. I probably like bike around more because I live like near a trail where I can just like go bike or go run. And like I've actually realized, I like like biking in my free time and running in my free time. Besides so like in track and stuff.
0: I know, have y'all ever seen so many people walking in neighborhoods and stuff? Oh. Is crazy, right? Like mm-hmm. I there's so many out there. people outside now.
3: Yeah, you <laughs> wonder if that's going to
0: continue. Miss Monaco and I are dedicated dog walkers. You know, a couple three times a, a day, and like whether it's 105 or 25, we're out there. And so we're kind of interested. Is like when this breaks and, and we're all back to normal, if these people that we've been seeing all the time are back out there, are, are back out there with us. But this is interesting what Roger is talking about like social practices. Will those alter? Um, I, we're wondering as educators, you know, what part of this model that you guys are experiencing now um, may persist or inform how we do regular school, quote unquote, when we, when we get, um, when we get back. But I'm also interested in that point that Caleb started us with is like, yeah Paris Paris has a lot going on. It's a rich environment. It's vibrant. It's always busy. But it kind of makes you wonder, right? Like are we too busy? Because Caleb's saying like I have time now to 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 focus on this. And I wonder, I don't know, but I wonder if part of what we'll do as we move away from this is really you know reconsider how much we stuff into our programs and how much we demand of each other over the scope of a day that for a lot of you runs from five thirty in the morning until ten thirty at night when you start, you know, workouts or practices or get up to get to school and then get home and finish homework and get ready to get up and do it again. You know? Like I think everybody has felt like this has afforded us a chance to take a
4: breath. Yes. Yes sir. Took the words right out of my mouth. I mean I, I couldn't explain it any better that through this time I have, I've learned, you know, more self-care as well. Like you said, just prioritize like prioritizing like those little things right there, you know, cause I don't usually have time to, to really see the little things and, and, you know, even like you said, hang out with our family, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I like it. it's
1: And Mr. Manako, it's, it's quite funny uh, that you said that, um, because, it, um, that you talked about uh, seeing people outside exercising, walking around and hiking. It kind of, it's kind of saddening that, that a whole pandemic had to hit to bring certain like, like normal um, uh, human and uh, active activities that we normally don't do that we should actually be uh, valuing and, uh, and prioritizing more, but I but I hope it does stick around, and and I do see more of uh, uh, of my neighbors outside w- walking around because I couldn't even tell you ten people in my neighborhood because no one ever comes outside anymore, and so just small things like that. I, I hope that um, us as uh, humans in the United States, and especially in Dallas, hopefully. Um, start to go back with, with just doing the simple human activities, and get out the house more.
0: Yeah, ditto. Self care and seeing your neighbors like basic things that uh, that fall by the fall by the wayside. How are y'all staying connected with your with your peers? Like, I know you missed that face to face, but I suspect what we talked about last month on that technology episode and and using those channels of communication that we explored has that really been. Has that been it? Are you doing more stuff with groups in those environments? Are you just checking in with individual friends? Like has it changed at all how you're how you're seeking out your, your peers and social connections, Raj?
2: Um, I think, you know, with the the more free time we have in this schedule, yeah. I mean in terms of like online communication, I've I'm doing more of that than I used to. Um, and yeah, and in like in the ways I communicator like i play games with friends and stuff like that i call them and and snapchat them and and stuff like that and i think um it's you know i miss being able to see them all face to face but um i try to make up for that as best i can with uh technology and calls and stuff
0: yeah i mean samantha how how are how's your how's your social group connecting same as it was or anything changed there
3: uh, we text, like, a lot, like, during the day, like, with each other and, like, during breaks and stuff. And then, like, sometimes during lunch, we'll, like, FaceTime and, like, talk. So, it's, like, kind of what we do because we can't, like, see each other face-to-face.
0: Yeah, but pretty much the same. If you're just using your technology channels. There hasn't been a real difference in how it's, pers- how it's working. Do you do more, like, Google Meets, or are you trying to do more that's a FaceTime-based technology so you're actually seeing people, or is it, like – is it like Samantha? Is it just more of this texting that's still like um, Snapchatting and texting and all those things? So you guys, have you guys changed, Caleb or Amari, in terms of like the face-to-face media, like the video uh, FaceTiming and um, Google Meets, etc.? What are you up to, uh, Caleb?
4: Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of FaceTime. Just cause I don't like text that much. And for example, me and Amari, we probably FaceTime like three times over Snapchat and just just because that's you know. It's my brother, basically, and and I, I've taken the time to just even talk to people that I haven't really talked to in a while because of the busy schedule that we that we are, on, you know, and I just I just try to talk to some new people. Honestly, I, I feel like during this time might as well use it for for something, you know, might as well get the the benefit out of it. So
0: yeah, uh, I I hear I hear you, and there are some people that I've. I've talked talk to that, again, I've had some space to do it, and that's been, that's been good. Uh, though, again, there's an insufficiency. Like, I can't tell you, you know, because I'm going to one of the two campuses every day as a central personnel. And, I, you know, these are places that are not supposed to be quiet, and they're not supposed to be devoid of, of human spirit and energy. And that part's been really hard for, for me to adjust to. I still love the work of schools, but for me, the work of schools involves uh, humans and so, um, the, the video meetings and all the things that we've been doing as adults to try to keep school running um, are, are not close to replicating um, the, the, the energy, and at times the fatigue, frankly, of having a lot of humans around together. So, been a, that's been a big, a big loss. So, let's talk about parish from a Distance for a little bit before we close out. The, you know parish from a distance is uh we have really two components to it learning from a distance that's the part that you're dealing with each day from a school standpoint there's an element that we've released called belonging from a distance and if you're following the uh, hashtag parish us on instagram or other social media you're seeing ways that um you know again bringing chapel to the to the program what our social emotional counselors are doing we're really trying to express care for our community to keep um, a line of communication open to them uh, and to celebrate the kind of joyful spirit of parish so We're trying to do both things at once. Um, what are you feeling on the learning from a distance side? Um, Raj talked about a feeling kind of like normal school. Amari's talked about, you know, the challenges of the technology that's incumbent in this new model. I mean, if we just went around to each individual and, and um, Caleb's almost really done to, tomorrow or the day after is his official last day of, of class before Parish Bridge starts. But for you all, as you've experienced it, what have been the like, what do you like about it and what do you dislike about it? Um, and at the end, I can tell you some things we've heard from the community about both of those things, what they're liking and disliking. So, Samantha, why don't you start us off from, from the freshman perspective? What are you liking about it? And what are you disliking about it?
3: Uh, I like I get to like sleep an extra hour each night. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the break between classes because I can get ready for my ex- next class, do some homework if I need to, and just stuff like that. It's like a nice downtime in between in my day. Great. Uh, I could say one thing I didn't really like. Like. During the school year, like at actual school, I would try to do all my homework at school. So when I get home, it's like just me and I can do whatever I want. But now I'm doing school like at home. So it's kind of hard to like separate the two. So like that's the only thing I don't really like.
0: That's a fantastic perspective. And we have heard about work volume, right, because of the of the smaller class block times, work that you all used to get done in school has spilled over to become quote unquote homework. And then you have that whole other issue that you just talked about, which is home and school are kind of doubling. So -hmm. there's no real place to decompress or break away. It's a lot harder to do. So those are really good observations. All right, Raj, we're moving up to sophomore year. What have you liked and what have you disliked about uh, learning from a distance?
2: So, I mean, one thing that um, I've really liked about learning from a distance is, you know, what we've said Uh, about having more time Um, and that certainly helped me with like you know getting getting all the work done not that I had a problem doing that before but it's I just find it to be less compressed and then of course you know you can get more sleep and more time um, and and you know stuff like that and but I certainly do miss the liveliness of the classes that we had when we could actually meet face to face and like all the teacher, you know, student and teacher interactions and stuff that we, we used to have. Um, although I, I have found it not too hard to get in contact with my teachers. They're usually available to meet, which is nice.
0: Yeah, that's great. Amari, what's the high and a low for you?
1: You gave us the low, which is the technology. It sounds like. Well, what's the high and high and the low for you? Um, the high for sure is um having, is that. Um, how normally in school um, a class like a teacher would instruct a lesson for like I would say 45 minutes to an hour of the class normally and I often felt like that they was that they were just stretching out their lesson to fill up time and I Think that that's kind of true because now that they're having an hour-long class, our teachers are are normally done within the first thirty to forty-five minutes of instruction, and then they grant us the other time to do homework. So um, I like how how that um, some when teachers are done with instruction, you are able to. Uh, to leave and complete your task yeah
0: caleb any perspectives from you and and the low
4: i didn't hear exactly what you said but
0: yeah like the high and the low what's been the high and the low for you
4: um i'll start with the low uh I, you know same as more technical difficulties because sometimes my yeah <laughs> my google meet's not working or something like that or they cut out um yeah. maybe another low is just step the part that i like i like things being done right in front of me i'm kind of you know that visual learner and i i mean i i just i like that that physical connection with my teacher i like i like them instructing instructing me to do this this and that you know yeah. um and it, it's less it's sometimes a little it's less um can't ask as many questions because, you know, you are limited in this in this time or, yeah. you know, and, but um, but um, I will say that Parrish has done a phenomenal job. Just just keeping us first um, up to date with with COVID-19 because my government econ class on um, this part of the high that I love is like he just keeps it current. He keeps it He keeps it real, real nice. And um, and honestly, another high is just. The, the downtime because <laughs> like I said I, I, I mean a lot of students know we live far from the school and you don't have that much time you know yes. to nice. the family and, you know get your homework done honestly but yeah, yeah
0: I feel like you're not running on a, on a, on a treadmill yeah I, I would I worry about it um, you know certainly this is a long-term model that the robustness of discussion that I think you enjoy when you're on campus face to face is difficult to, to mirror or simulate. I worry about um, the ability to do uh, more collaborative, group-based, project-based work where you can really create stuff and and uh, build solutions and build ideas and build products and not just sort of work through rote material. Mm-hmm. I think that the default, you know, because it's harder to do all of those dynamics in the technology delivery age, um, really get rounded off. And so, that's that's my that's my concern, and, and that the learning experience becomes a little less robust, a little less energizing, uh, a little less hands-on, and uh, that's, that's one of the constraints of doing it this way. But I'm glad to hear that you see some relevance in some of your topics to connecting it to COVID. I'm glad you're feeling like um, teachers are giving you some space to get some work done. What we've heard is the structure really helps, so having the schedule built out is really good to give routine and a sense of normalcy. Um, that uh, the fact that uh, there is a um, uh, uh, ability for the teacher to interface with you in real time, or what they call synchronistic learning, and to do some delivery of instruction has been helpful, but also, as Amar brought up, this idea that you can uh, go away and go do what you need to do and just check in, that there's a, a sort of uh, agency that the students are afforded. We know that that's been support, uh, a positive on the downside, we've heard, uh, as I mentioned, a lot about workload, especially in the middle and upper school, and just calibrating the amount that's coming to you. And I think you'll see some pretty quick adjustments to that as our faculty members get used to this, because we may be with this for a while. I mean, this is the honest thing. We're, we're closed until May 4th, but all of us are reading the news and, and watching the, the data come in and understanding that we may have to spend some more time uh, in distance before we can really flatten the curve and, and, and get ourselves uh, get ourselves on the
1: on the way. But Miss Monaco, yeah, and um, to go along with Caleb's uh, statement of uh how good uh a parish has has been with um keeping us up to date with the COVID nineteen and also the uh, structure that you all developed is very useful and and helpful and easy to uh, to use. So I definitely uh thank you all for that and also i i was um worried about s- some of my elective courses and how I would still gain those credits or whatnot and I also would like to um uh, um uh, to applaud y'all for um keeping our extra uh extra um curriculars in school up because i i'm in um a, 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 a dance course right now yeah and we still have daily I mean Uh, And we still have our normal dance class with with instruction and everything. So I thank you all um, for keeping our distancing school um, as um, feeling as close to um, our our regular atmosphere as possible for sure. So I I thank you all uh, for doing that. And y'all are doing a great job. Yeah, the faculty's
0: been uh, and staff been amazing, and 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 getting this done. And be watching and participating in the belonging from a distance stuff that's going to come out. Plug into chapel every now and again. Yeah, that's out there. The council is going to be doing more. We're going to start doing some spirit um, spirit weeks and uh, and and doing some activities there to try to bring that to to, to bear. So there's elements of that part of the parish community, uh, athletic events that are going to be on uh, social media every Wednesday for the next five weeks, uh, showing contests. Uh, from across the uh, the the place the parish dancers have been great about posting stuff on instagram uh to show things that they're creating or, or working on so it's important that we all make an effort i think to pour into um the element of human connection and inclusivity and togetherness that's part of the parish community outside of academics and so for our listeners to um, instagram facebook Look for the hashtag parish Connects us to to really plug into some of that and and, and to and to post your own things to, to to connect with us. But I miss you guys. It's great to see your faces to talk for a few minutes. Amari, thanks for pulling this together for uh, from my angle. I'm going to try to do an episode in the next uh, week or so with some parents um, as well to hear what their perspectives are. So listeners can be tuning in uh, for that. But uh, y'all, thanks for thanks for joining me, and we'll we'll hope we'll see you soon.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. No, no problem, Mr. Monaco. And I would also like to thank you all for joining us as well today.
4: Anytime. Thanks, I'd like guys. I'd like to do another one, man. <laughs> we'll
1: get y'all back. Good to That's see y'all. Life. All That's right. Fine. See ya. See ya. Thank you.
2: thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of the From My Angle podcast. Please share it with friends and colleagues in your network. In our next episode, we will continue to assess what life is like in the midst of the pandemic, this time through the lens of some parish parents who are now being asked to parent, work, and oversee school for their children within the confines of their homes. I hope you'll join us. Till the next time, be well, my friends, and thanks for joining me on the From My Angle podcast.